is yours. The world is yours. This episode is brought to you by Mud Drops to Manicures, located at 1083 Bedford Highway. Mud Drops to Manicures is one of the leading spas in the HRM. Make sure to go to Mud Drops to Manicures to pick up your Christmas gift this Christmas. Maybe you want to pick up a gift card for a massage. Everyone loves a massage. Your mother, your father, your uncle, your cousin, even the cousin you hate. Doesn't really matter. You can get anything that you need at Mud Drops to Manicures. Maybe you want to pick up some moisturizer, some toenail polish, some bubble bath. Doesn't really matter. Mud Drops to Manicures has you covered for whatever you need. Give them a call at 902-835-7375. And remember, when you are supporting Mud Drops to Manicures, you are supporting the high button. Yes, sir. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. Once again, thank you very much for tuning in to the High Button. I do truly appreciate it. I am very excited for today's guest, Pat Stay. If you do not know Pat, he is one of, or not, I shouldn't say one of, he is the best battle rapper in the world, living here in our own backyard in Nova Scotia. I'm very, very humbled uh, that he's taking time out of his day to come and speak to me. I'm very excited, um, you know, essentially to, to talk to him about this craft. It's a rare skill set that he has. There's a lot of people in this world, and he's one of these people that are allowed to say that he has a world-class talent. Um, it's going to be a great podcast, very interesting. Uh, I'm excited. Hi, Button. Here we go. All right, now we're back. Pat, welcome to the show. The second time is the best time to get it. Always. How's life? Christmas is here. You're happy, healthy, life's good. Life's perfect, man. Everything's going great. Christmas season is always my favorite. Yeah. Um, I get to see my beautiful family every single day. I wake up to my son running in my room, laughing like a little goofball and saying dada and jumping on my bed and <laughs> hugging me and kissing me. And like, so yeah, pretty much I just want to kill everyone. <laughs> All right. That's a good way to look at it. In the intro, I, uh, I mentioned that you know you have a world-class talent. There's almost 7 billion people in this world, and few of those people get to say you know, they have a world-class skill set, and I think you do. Do you ever think about that often, or do you just wake up every day and just live your life as Pat Stay? Or do you actually, you know, are you very grateful for what you're able to do? I'm really grateful. I think a lot of the times I do forget, and not like I forget that I'm important or anything like that, but sometimes I forget... Uh, um, the impact that I've had, yeah, and, um, and it's a, it's a, but but that's that's a good thing. It keeps you kind of humble at the same time. You don't want to walk around thinking all day, twenty four seven, like oh I'm this and this, and you feel like entitled, and you feel, you know, maybe like you're more important than other people. And I definitely yeah. don't feel that way at all. So how of, how often do you think you get recognized in the city? In the city? Well, just yeah, do well everywhere, every day. Well, how about when we just went to shoppers? Were you recognized in there? See, I always know when I'm recognized because it's. So I remember on the way here, I was talking about how the mood I'm in. Like, I'm not in a bad mood, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, most of the time, I'm like, la, 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 la. And this time, I'm just like, kind of like, you know, stone cold, but still in a good mood. Yeah. So I'm walking around in that mood. Um, and for example, I've seen two girls, and like, when they see me, they're like, like, whatever they see me, like, if I could go up to them, I, I remember I told you I can read people super well. Yeah. If I could go up to them, like, sometimes I'll walk up. They, they wanted to say hello or say something. Sometimes I'll go up and be like, are you Pat Stay? Just to break the ice for them and they'll laugh, right? <laughs> but I was in my stone cold mood just kind of staring or whatever, so they're more so like unapproachable. So half the time, people don't want to approach me because they think I'm unapproachable, but I can I, I can see it. And um, What is it, like a double take? Like someone will do like that and, like, and you can see it from your peripheral? 
Oh, I'll look them right in the eyes. I'll look them right in the eyes, and I and I know the look. Why uh, else would you be fucking looking at me? I, I've, I've experienced it so many times, I know the look by now. You know what I mean? Okay. And half the time, they'll message me when they get home, like, hey, I, just, I didn't want to bother you. You were buying your uh, lip chap. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? I didn't know if you wanted to talk because, you know, lip chap, flaky mouth, maybe you just, you know, whatever. Are you, people actually message you saying that. Not that. Well, not that, but like they'll message you after seeing All you. The and they're time. too nervous to come up and talk to you. Every, 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 almost every single day. Hey, I just seen you there. I didn't want to disturb you, blah, blah, blah. I just want to let you know, big fan, you've done this for me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, thank you. Next time, uh, definitely approach me because I'm super uh, approach, approachable and I like to converse with um, strangers all the time. That's interesting to me. I wonder if they only do that. Because think about it. If you did that back in the 80s or 90s, and let's say you saw your idol, yeah. and you didn't have the opportunity to DM them after, yeah. you'd have to grow some balls and go up and be like, hey, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, luckily, we, don't, a, have to, we don't have to do that now. But also, luckily, they, they may have seen me like downtown or something like that where I look a little bit less approachable. You know, I, well, not, not now, but like, you know, there's been t- I've been known to be that guy downtown just, ah, oh, I'm fucking messed up. So people get the wrong idea about me. So, uh I get I get why some people don't want to, but really I'm just like the nicest teddy bear guy in the fucking world. I noticed that when we did the street interviews back in the the summer because we didn't know each other on a personal level. I still you know we're That's getting a to very know. small cup. It's an espresso cup. It's French. My last name is Boulanger. So you kind of live up to it. This episode is not brought to you by Red Bull, by the way. Make sure you don't turn that. Nope. Yeah. Just make sure it's not turned towards the camera there. I'm joking. And what about this too? So this is um, it's called a uh, fuck, not incense. Incense, yeah. I, I get the other word mixed up for uh, when family members... Fuck. Yeah. But incense, or sage is what I like to call it, sage. And like I said to you before, it's supposed to open up a brainwave of creativity. That's what it said on the box anyways. Shout out to the black market. So I figured when I first started doing this, the guest coming on, I could almost sense a little bit of hesitant they were they were hesitant to to open up a little bit so i figured all right how am i going to do this how am i going to get people to open up to me and i just did some research and this is what i came up with so it's actually alcohol okay good to know but i don't want i don't want any i got a bud light upstairs i'm good you know i open up real quick right (laughs) i know i know you will when you go on the stage talking about opening up I was always wondered about your uh, presentation going up there. Do you write or is it all on the top of the head? Because the way you make it seem, it's so natural. You, it, it seems like it's on the spot. I know we were kind of talking about this in the car on the way over, but I didn't really get a definitive answer. Um, I don't write anything down, but it's not freestyle. So like some of it will be. Yeah. Um, sometimes a large majority of, of it will be. But um, it's just kind of um, pre... I'd say like I structure it in my head, but not perfectly. Like it's not like a play. Like I have it all written out already, but I kind of I have the ideas and plan in my head. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's 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 not it doesn't just flow like I'm just right off the top like that, right? I notice sometimes you pause for maybe two three seconds because I don't know what I'm gonna say next. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. So so I I'm a lot more like. Um, unorthodox in that kind of way because most people do write their shit and and they know exactly what line is coming next so for me i'm like i don't know i'm not i, I have no idea what's coming it really depends on what's going to go on around me what, what what reaction i get so i'll say something i'll be like uh let's feel my environment all like this all right well let's grab this from here boom let's say it. you know what i mean and you're able to just make it rhyme and sound yeah 
See, I don't, well, to me, that's amazing to me. Maybe not to you because you've been doing it for such a long time, but that's incredible to me. So I want to talk about a long time. So when you first started, when you were younger, when did you feel that you had this skill set to be able to be a battle rapper? Were you like a class clown? You know, how, how, did, it, how did it all start? Class clown? Class clown. I was a class clown and um, I always wanted that attention. Uh, sometimes it was bad. Sometimes it was good. But I, I realized it was just an attention thing, right? So yeah. no matter what, it was making people laugh or doing bad things or violent things or whatever, but at the end of the day, it was an attention thing. And um, so I started rapping around, I'd say 15, 16, I think like that. And uh, Oh, music. You started writing music. Yeah, I was doing music. Before? Right? Battle rap, yeah. Oh, so okay. I was doing battle rap, uh, music. And, um, and then a battle went down in uh, Halifax. Where at? What location? The, um, the Graffiti Pit. Um, that? It doesn't exist anymore. It's on Lower Water Street. Oh, that big hole! That's right. I remember that. And it's uh, and it was with Quake and Casper. I remember that now. You do remember Quake that? was like fifteen or yeah. like fourteen. And I was like, okay, I'll definitely do this shit because I rap, and they seem to be making people laugh. I'll definitely make people laugh, and I'll just humiliate anyone. You know what I mean? Um, I was really good at both at the time. How old were you? Well, Quake was fifteen, so I would have been, I think, um, nineteen. That's young. Yeah, 19 or 20. Yeah. Um, if he was 15 or 16, yeah, 19 or 20, yeah. Did someone approach you asking to do it, or did you yeah. take the initiative? Someone, no, somebody, someone, I was asked. It's like, yo, Pat, like you're a known rapper around here. You should jump in. I'm like, say no more. Did you ever think about it beforehand? If the guy didn't ask you, would you have thought, hey, maybe battle rapping is... I didn't I didn't think it was around here. See, I, I used to watch these things called the World Rap Championships. Where was that based out of? Um, L.A. Okay. And actually, that was everywhere. That was in England. That was everywhere. They traveled around. It's so, got, what was it called, so sir? World Rap Championship. Okay. So the Soros and Immaculate are two world rap champions. And yeah. they used to travel the world and uh, just beat everyone, right? So I watched them. And it was like a dream watching. I was like, oh, my. I didn't even think about me doing it. I was just like, I can't believe how amazing these guys are. It blew my mind, right? Every party I went to, I'd show these guys. on. They'd be like, what are you watching? I'm like, man, check these guys out. And then, uh, and then a battle happened down here. And I was like, shit. The first one was actually in Sackville with two guys. One guy's name is Lex and another guy's name uh, Casper. Okay. And uh, I was like, man, it's going down around here. And then, yeah, it happened. I was asked because I was a known rapper around here at the time. And, um, yeah, I just met at the graffiti pit. And it was a small circle of about 20 people. And then it turned into about 150 people after we started getting going. And uh, it got a lot of views. And it started taking off. I got a lot of attention from it. And then, yeah, it just went from there. Did the police show up to that? Oh, yeah. They always showed up. They to always, watch or to break it down? They always try to kick us out. And we would of leave the graffiti for, pit? Oh, yeah. We, and we'd leave for a second and then just come back. What, what was their excuse of private, would they say private property? No, like it was just causing a big scene, right? Too much of a scene, people drinking, smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's Halifax for you in general, just trying to break down anything creative. That's right. Just yeah. get it out. Yeah. Um, you said earlier in Sackville, by any chance, was that one in Sackville in a boxing ring? No, I but, remember. No, but they did take it to boxing. That's that's what we did after that. We 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 moved it to a boxing ring so we could they could, I guess, monetize or whatever. Um, so they could start making money uh, at the door. Okay. Because it was in, it was outside for a while. How do you charge people outside? Right, it's a free event. Yeah. So they're like uh, a lot of these, you know, this is selling out. Uh, well, there's a lot of people coming. What's a sellout? How many people at the time? I don't know, two hundred people. How much do they have to get in to get in the door? How much was it? Five, ten bucks? Yeah, probably at the time, five, Still, ten bucks. Still, you're yeah. drawing people in. Yeah. That's a market. Uh -huh. Did you ever see, um, 
who showed me this? I think it was Quake, actually. There was a battle rap on a gym, in a gymnasium, and then a fight broke out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I battled him. His name's Math. Matt, is he a good guy? Yeah, he's a very good guy. I feel like rap battling is the exact same thing as a fight in hockey. There's a respect factor after the fight For sure. of how are you? How's, you know, it's never personal. It's no. just business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were telling me you battled the other day, and right after the fight, you guys just talked. Oh, yeah. You no, know. no. me and him were actually slapping five the whole battle because he's so ruthless and I'm so ruthless. You know what we're going to say to each other, right? So, uh, um, yeah, we were, we were giving props the whole time. But, yeah, you're right. Like, But back then it was different when math battled. How so? It was more aggressive then. It was more, it wasn't professional because, you know, that was just like, there was no, it wasn't being charged at the door. It was just like one hood against another hood. And basically, like, you don't know each other. You just go in there and um, it was just, it was just a, a lot more like, to be honest, it was unnecessary masculine aggression, all testosterone filled rooms. You know what I mean? Like, it was basically just who, which crew is the tougher, is the toughest. It had, it was, not to do with it didn't have to do with who was the best rapper as much as it should have to to put it in simple form so what made it change probably um the popularity um every everyone watching it they're like okay well listen man we've got like 300 people that want to come watch this they're not aggressive people they're just regular people are we gonna stunt our growth and limit ourselves by making this just a, a little a little street thing or are we going to make this you know broaden it out and have the street dudes here have the you know the the safe dudes here have some girls here and shit like that you know what i mean and we had to come to an agreement and listen if you're going to be getting paid you know upwards of 10 grand and shit like that to battle then who why would you punch someone it's stupid to do back then no one was getting paid so just punch them so what was that feeling like when you started to get paid for doing something that you love that must have been a feeling of clarity yeah. like yeah. from going from the graffiti pit to just being a kid just doing it for fun to making 10 grand in one night yeah what was your thought process on that like no it's definitely it's definitely um a blessing man it's yeah. definitely a blessing um for the longest time but we, yeah for the longest time we were taught like not taught but it was in it put in our heads like man you guys are lucky you guys are getting paid this much to rap Man, like, you should just be thankful. But people don't know how much goes into this shit. They really don't know. It's not like we just go up there and freestyle at a party and get paid a bunch of money. Like, man, when you've got a battle coming up, especially if you're in a, on, on a level like me, like, you got to put everything aside for at least a minimum a month, right? A month. Yeah, at least. Sometimes, okay, my last one was maybe two weeks, but sometimes a month, sometimes, some people three months, two, three months, right? That I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about everything. If I could explain it to you, the focus you need, fucking, you wake up in the morning, you don't get those, you don't get breaks. It's from when you wake up in the morning until you go to bed, you are focused. You got your notepad on you, whatever you do. So me, I just, it's in my head, but... All day, you're focused, baby. I can't do that right now. Blah 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 blah. It's stress, the pressure. It's and it's and it's not like a little. Like I said, it's not like a little freestyle party. You're going on stage in front of a thousand people, in a place that you're not from. You're not from there. You have no idea who his people are. They're all very aggressive with you. You have no idea what this person's gonna say to you for prop for roughly 15 minutes straight material. The rudest shit in the world about your family, your past, the things you've done. Uh, your girlfriends, their names, your kids, all this type of shit. On paper, you stand there, you're like, oh shit, this is going down right now. 
pay-per-view YouTube for the rest of your life. Everyone flew around the world to see you like, hey, man, I'm from friggin' the craziest place. You know, they'll say something crazy. I flew here just for you, man. You better kill it. You're like, oh, shit. Like, the pressure is insane. The, the preparation is insane. Like, you lose once, and they battle rap fans hate you. They're the, they're the, rude, they're the most fucked up fans in the world. You, you lose one battle, they're like, yeah, Pat Stay should just dig a hole and die in it, piece of shit. Literally, it's that crazy. You mess, you ruin one. Think about it. They're battle rap fans. They're not the nicest people. They they pay to sit and watch people just rip their souls out. They stand there for eight hours and watch fucking ten battles of people just going, just ripping the souls out. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're savage people anyway, right? So there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of like I can deal with it because I got tough skin, but some people can't. Like some people come into battle rap and there's a lot of mental trauma for them. They can't deal with it. They quit after two because they're like they can't handle all these crazy fans and all the pressure is standing up there. They're like, oh my god, like it put my job at risk. It put my my girlfriend laughing me because she was brought up and all this. All the, it's 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 a, it's it's really intense. So that fucking money is well deserved, especially for people like me. I'm the main event every single show I've gone to in the last like tch, damn near decade. You know what I mean? I'm dependent on every. Every sh- I'm the it's it's all on you, man. I have I'm the main event. I have I have to keep this fucking league afloat, pretty much. You know what I mean? The whole crowd is loaded, drunk, so they're already tired, anyways. You better do your absolute best. They're, they want to go home. You know what I mean? You, you got to do your absolute best to uplift. To, to, you have to be a superhero. You got to come down from a fucking rope and just be invincible. You know what I mean? The pressure is nuts, man. So do you love the pressure though, secretly? Do that's you love it? That's that's what's why I thrive off. It seems like it, mm-hmm. that, bro. I'm never prepared for battles ever. Everyone is usually like three fucking three weeks before a battle or two weeks or sometimes a week. They're done. They they're listening to it every day in their headphones or practicing it over beats. Me, I never have my shit done ever, ever, ever. Do I ever have three verses done? So I go there like holy shit. Every single time, I think I'm going to lose because I'm like, I don't have this shit prepared. Then I step on that stage. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my shit. Like, I, th- this is my shit. People are here for me. And I own this shit. Like, I own this shit. I'm going to fuck this person up. So they go, and it just all comes together. And I do it. And I'm like, oh, man, this was easy. But that comes back to my first question. You're world class of what you do. <clears throat> yeah. And when you say this pressure comes on you, do you feel a sense of... I'm going to be fine because I've done this a million times before. Or do you still feel that pressure every single, do you still, excuse me, do you still, do you still feel the same pressure from when you went to the graffiti pit that first day? Do you still feel that exact same pressure? I wouldn't say the exact same, but pretty similar. Let me tell you this. Remember I told you how self-aware of a person that I am, right? So I know like when I'm acting like why and, you know, doing, feeling certain ways and shit. But when it comes to battle rap, only people like my girlfriend and other people know that or like maybe like even a quake or someone who I'm very close with. No, every time I have the same pressure and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna lose. I tell them this. I'm like, oh, I'm so stressed out, man. I'm gonna lose. I, I this is. I, I'm not prepared at all. Blah 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 blah. My last battle, I literally recorded a video on my phone before my battle. I said, this is an apology in advance to my fans, man. I'm gonna lose this one. I'm really not prepared. And I and I genuinely think that I go through like a, I almost like an anxiety like hole. Like and, and I'm I'm hoping to God my opponent can't make it to the battle because I'm like oh I really don't want this to happen I'm not ready Does every it, okay. single time but the day of is you're not talking about days before you're talking about the day of right up until like an hour before or something I step in the ring wow 
actually an hour before, I'm like, please say he didn't come. Every single time, my girlfriend will be like, I'll be like, man, fucking, I'm, this is the worst one, baby. I swear, I promise, like, this is fucked up. Like, I can't believe I, uh, I'm not prepared, man. I blah, 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 and she'll just be like, I hear this every time. You say the same thing. But I'll be like, no, but this time, she's like, this time? And, like, it's, it's, crazy, t- it's crazy to me of how uh, self-aware of a person I am of, and all that shit that I don't even click in now and be like, yeah, okay, gonna, shut yeah. up, Pat. You know you're going to be cool. It ne- it's never like that. It's always that pressure. I don't know if that's a good thing. It might be a great th- It might be a good and bad thing. You know what I mean? But uh, it works for me in the end. You ever get frustrated with people that come up to you and say, hey, I think I'm going to try out battle rapping. Do you have any advice for me? Due to the fact that you've dedicated your entire life to your craft and for someone to come up to come up to you and say, you know, I might dabble in this. And your advice would just be, you know, essentially you're a doctor and someone just trying to get into it would just be a... Um, a student do, do you ever get it i feel like a lot of people want to dabble in this do you ever get frustrated by that no i don't get frustrated man i think for me it's like um for me i can't really give advice because i built my career off totally being me and 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 it's and it's <clears throat> it's like it's not fair for some people because some people are way better writers than me, way be- well, te- technical writers than me, way better at so many different attributes. But I go up there and I might say like two words, like one battle I opened up, I said, Arcane. That's a hard name. The stupidest little rhyme in the world. The whole building erupted for like 30 seconds straight. It was the biggest line of the entire night and I won the fucking championship like so it's just how i said it in timing what i'm saying is not everyone can do that right not everyone can just walk up and say arcane that's a hard name and and the entire crowd just go nuts it's the way i did it with my personality and charisma so what i'm saying is like when people ask me for advice i'm like i can't really give you advice except for be yourself okay a lot of people can be like yeah what you want to do is when you're writing you want to use this type of pitch and you want to like use like multi-syllabic compound syllable rhyming blah 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 i i literally get by from being who i am that is so weird what's the learning curve there from where you started to where you are now you must have learned a lot about yourself like you just said you said those what was the, what you just said you said that what that everyone went crazy oh arcane that's a hard name if you watched it you'd be like what the fuck and I'm telling you, the entire building just shut the fuck down. So Even, when did you learn that you could say something so simple and then that happens? Like, at what point? I, I was just always that, that guy, the class clown guy. Man, I, you know, I worked in the barbershop. I, 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 just, I was just always that guy. I just know how to like, humiliate people in such a sarcastic way, right? <laughs> I got two older brothers that are really funny. I grew up in the North End. Like, um, all my friends were really, really funny. We were just comical guys and just like to humiliate people in in, in a fun way you know you know how the guys are you come over you hung around my guys right they all walk through the building we all rip each other down to shreds ball breaking ball breaking that's it not in a mean way you know what i mean i seen a meme it said uh guys make fun of each other uh for social purposes and don't mean it girls compliment each other for social purposes and also don't mean it that's true it's a weird society that we live in yeah do you like to poke fun at it i feel like you do at what? Well, like what we were talking about on the way here. There's things in society that are so cliche. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's sure. a, it's a, it's a, it's a whole nother content stream. You can yeah. just make fun of it. I guess it would be hard to make fun of it on stage. 
because it's no, it's not. A, there's ways to do it. Is there? Well, you some, know some, more than me. S- some of my biggest like angles and stuff have nothing to do with my opponents. I just, I've noticed that. You noticed that when you made fun of the entire crowd in English had nothing to do with yeah, the opponent. Yeah. No, I had a <laughs> my, my biggest line of my entire battle. Um, um, and my last battle had nothing to do with my opponent. Kind of, it kind of did, but yeah. he was—he's a crip, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed, if you pay attention, if you—I don't know if you have any crips on your list <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you noticed how they spell with the C's, like S U C C D I C C? Okay, never mind. Don't worry. You no, would, keep. Now you people, would you you wouldn't get it then, right? But people listening might get it. Okay, so like they want like they spell everything with they they will get rid of the K because C K actually means crip killer and okay. they don't want to you know put that message out okay. there. So everything will be D I C C S U C F U C C. So I said something like, uh, "So you're a crip, you don't give a F U C C." Switching all those words around every day must not be easy. Till now, check it. If we invent this, we'll be rich. A spell correct app designed specially for crips. Can you imagine the time you'd save per day? Dude, you type fuck and a C would automatically replace the K right away. Fast, efficient. We'll call it decrypted. Oh my <laughs> god. I went like that. I said, What are we doing here, bro? We did it. Was like, that was that just made up uh, on the spot when you did it, or did you write that? I, I, I actually wrote that. You wrote that. I, well, I didn't write it, I just I, had yeah, it in, my in head, your head. Right? But uh, yeah, so I was doing it, and like I was like, dude, like fast, efficient. We'll call it decrypted. And like I and, and the building like shut down. Even Hay was like, oh my fuck. He reposted. He goes, this patch day guy, I, I, he's brilliant. You know what I mean? So that was the biggest line of the entire battle. And I'm not even dissing him. I'm just bringing out like little social fucking. Yeah. It was actually a good idea too yeah. for an app, right? It is. Yeah. So fucking. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so what I'm saying is a lot of my shit isn't even direct. I just kind of have, like, cool ideas or just stuff that doesn't even have to do with my opponent, but it's still well-written to the point where it becomes punchline of the night. Do you have a photographic memory? Uh, like, how are you able to see those words in your head? And then, Because that was probably a good 45 seconds you were just talking about that line. How are you able to memorize that? Are you able to see the words in your head? or My memory is stupid, man. So I have, like, ADD, and so, like... Do you take medication for it? Sometimes, very rarely, only when I have um, a battle coming up and I need to write. Okay. And I, I'm pressed for time. Other than that, I don't like it because it makes me robotic and my dick small. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, never, I never know what to say after that. I, the dick I, jokes. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, my memory, like um, I might put my phone on the in the fridge by accident and forget where I put I forget where I put things every fucking day every single day I'll put something they're like oh my god and it's frustrating as hell my whole life I have the worst memory in the world in some things but it's selective memory selective hearing and shit like that because I'm the only one ever in battle rap who doesn't write their shit and can just and just memorize I'm that I am that guy like if, if I want to I'll fucking remember the whole shit just like that I'm the only person that could write an entire round in his head that day and go and just perform it. People could never, ever fucking do that, ever, that I've ever met. And it goes back to, like, uh, when I was a kid, my dad just reminded me of this recently, so I'm glad of that. Um, when I was really young, I would go to church, like, really, really young, like, six, seven or whatever, maybe even younger. And uh, it's like, Ten Commandments or whatever, right? And I read them off, and then I memorized them, like, immediately after I read it. I read it, and then I remember, and I said them back. And he's like, man, we all just looked at you like, how the fuck did you just like say that right back? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just, I have a good memory in, in some ways. In some ways, I don't. Maybe. How did you do in school and tests and things like that? Horrible, man. That's that's really. It depends. Like, because 
if I memorized it, I'm good, but I didn't understand it. So I could I could memorize it, but I would not understand it. Did so, you want to understand it or did you just not care? Sometimes I would and sometimes it'd be frustrating. I'd be like, man, I really want to try, but it's just I just I can't get it, man. I can't grasp it. I don't like it. So whatever. But I'm so good at memorizing that I'll be like, okay, Pat, all you got to do, you don't have to really study the the actual like the academic part of it. Just just look at the You, you see the answers. Yeah. Here's the answers. Remember those words. Remember those words, and you'll know how to beat this test. So when the test comes, like, okay, I remember that. I don't. Rem- I don't know how it works or what actually how to actually make sense. Oh, so but I remember those specific saying, yeah. words from the answers that I studied from. That's it. So I would. I would pass tests like that. So if you saw a formula, you'd know how the formula looks like, but you have no idea have how to do. No the idea how to do the fucking formula. So if you had a cheat sheet, you'd be set. Set. You'd be in Harvard. Harvard. Wicked. But I want this skill set really bad. No, you don't, man. I did really shitty in school, man. It sucked. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. <sighs> no, you didn't. You're a liar. Pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I want to talk about uh, sports. This is a kind of a sport podcast. Do you play any sports when you're younger? I played basketball. When my brother was like a star in basketball, so I quit. Was that. he? Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six four and a half. Some of that. Six, can you five. dunk? Ah, uh, barely. He can dunk. He won like a dunk off, a Canadian dunk off. Like he's fucking retarded. Really? Yeah, he's nuts. Do you ever, when you travel, like when you go to LA, you ever see the Lakers play or anything like that? No, 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 no. I haven't seen any games. I like basketball, but I'm not big into sports anymore. Okay, we won't talk about sports. Where's the coolest place uh, you've been to uh, regarding battle rapping? Or even, I know you've been out to LA and you didn't do battle rapping there, did you? Um, did I battle? Or you went to what? You, you were shooting a movie there. I probably did battle in LA, did I? Did I just battle a night re- release recently? California somewhere? I don't fucking know. Nonetheless, where's your favorite place? Oh, I did. I battled in San Francisco. I battled a uh, transgender. What, really? Yeah, I battled a transgender woman in San Francisco. Wait a second. So a transgender woman. So it was a man, now it's a woman? I mean, she's a woman? <clears throat> I mean, that's... I don't want to offend anyone. Well, here. you just did. <laughs> I'm just, s- just saying. What do you think I am, a man or a woman? I'm I'm not going to just assume your gender. That's very well said. You're, Thank you. You are... Um, you're trained. Or I'm, not... Yeah. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but other than that, where's your favorite place that you've been to? Like travel, like seeing the world. You've been around. Where's your favorite place to go? My favorite place that I've ever been is probably like, um, I liked Sweden a lot. Sweden was really cool. Was I wouldn't cool. have expected that answer. Sweden was really cool, man. It's just, I just like different places. Like I've been so many places in the world and people are like, oh, man, I can imagine being there. And at the time I'm like, eh, it's the same shit. That's where I've been so many places and it's like, just like home, just a little busier or ruder people or just like a little bit different, like, you know, architecture to architecture. But like Sweden was very different to me. So you'd rather see different than the same? Of course. Why yeah. the fuck would I do? Yeah. If I'm going to travel, I might as well see different. I'm going to Australia soon. I'd like that. Right? You're going to Australia? Yeah. I'm battling when? a blind guy. Who picks these battles? Do you pick them? or does, I do. Do you, do you have a manager? No. I really? Wish, you just I, do? I wish I did. Yeah. See, I try to do things outside the box to like. Um, Hold on, take your time. Did you get your lip shot, by the way? You got. It I on? did. Thanks. What's this? Uh, it's a little. Are you stressed? I'm not stressed, but I just seen it, and I just, uh, I always wanted one. Can I try? Let me see. Yeah. Obus me. Cool. Um. But yeah, no, I picked these battles because I like to uh, challenge myself um, creatively. Um, my favorite thing I've ever done was a compliment battle. With and, Rome. Uh, yeah, did you like it? I loved it. Cool. I like Rome. 
He's great, man. He's amazing. You should contact Barstool Sports. You can get a job there. So funny you say that, man. Fucking Rowan just called me the other day. He's like, dude, like I've been showing everyone your shit. I'm sending all your videos off to my boss. I know he's going to love you. Like we, like, It'd be great to have you on board. You're right? a content king. I guess. You know? If you don't go, we got to get you doing more street interviews. Only if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're great with that. Yeah. Um, when you went to Sweden, how'd you find the people? I feel when people travel, they say the best thin. thing about traveling. What'd you say? Thin? Yeah, thin. No fat people? None. None. Any fast food restaurants there? Yeah. There's like McDonald's, all that shit? I don't remember a McDonald's, but I'm sure there is. But they just have um, they just have small portion meals and they walk a lot and bike a lot. But what I was saying is I, I like to... I want to battle a blind person. I want to battle a transgender person. I want to battle like the most different type of um, challenge every single time. Because it's like writing differently. Like the writing backwards is the compliment battle. Battling a transgender person, like... That's so different, you know? Battling a blind person, I want to do things like that. Just because, just battling someone telling you're better than them and you'll beat them up and their mothers will suck your dicks and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it does get repetitive and I know that I'm more creative than that. It's cool how you don't care about what people think because most people assuming that you want to battle a blind person or a transgender person, you know, you're going to want to make fun of them and most people would be like, oh, he's a dick for doing that. He's, <laughs> he's poking fun at them. But you, you just have the complete opposite mindset. You're like, no. It's a battle rap. It's a different art form. It's just like comedy. Yeah. But with that being said, the world that we're living in right now, it's becoming smaller and smaller and smaller for people like you and comedians to succeed. That's true. Because you're offending everyone. Limiting myself. Yeah, man. They're, they'll put you in a box. A lot of people really didn't like my transgender battle, but you know, she, you know, she liked it and you know, she had a lot of balls for doing it. Do you have a lot of people giving you flat? Do you have a lot of people giving you flack, emailing you, All DMing you? Just So what's your response every time? Have a good day? No, suck my dick. It's usually suck my dick. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes it's suck my... No, it's usually suck my dick. Yeah. Usually suck my dick. I have transgender fans. Yeah. Yeah. I They're post, people. I posted them... Well... <laughs> no, no, no. No, but fucking... Uh, I posted a video the other day. There's some transgender women... Uh, uh, quoting my my transgender battle they're saying lines that i said to the transgender person yeah. they're like quoting them and they love them and shit that. And yeah. so so that just shows it's like oh some little random snob is like i think what you did was politically incorrect but i have transgender people being like i love it so, i hate yeah i hate that you say that to me and you think i'm going to be surprised like oh guess what i have transgender people it's like yeah they're fans like they're people yeah. they're well pe people automatic people automatically think <laughs> oh just because you know they're different. They're not going to be fans of battle rapping. It's like, come well, on, man. We're I, all people. Well, that's not what I meant. I meant like, you know, I was kind of, I should have been more direct, but I was kind of like leading off of the whole transgender thing. So you wouldn't assume that I have transgender people who like my transgender battle. So I, I wasn't being as direct. Yeah. Okay. Because I was saying some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. Really fucked up shit. Um, so what do you have going on in the near future other than Christmas? <sighs> well, I want to take a break from battle rap and I actually want to work on a lot of content, man, whether it's comedy skits or music videos or just a podcast or things like that. I have so much creative ideas that I can't put to life mm. um, when I have these battles going on. Because like I said, you got to shut everything off when you battle. When you have a battle, everything, you, you have to shut everything off, right? So I want to take that break. And I wanna, um, I wanna work on my, I wanna get my creative juices flowing, man. Maybe get a little mage, mage, uh, Sage. Sage stick. Company. You know what I mean? Stick, company stick and uh, a little pathetic cup and fucking get my creative shit going. You know what I mean? 
what avenue do you want to be in other than podcasting? Well, um, I guess I shouldn't say other than podcasting. You haven't announced yet. You, you put it on your Instagram story. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to get a, yeah. a podcast going. I actually don't know. And that's what Rowan was like, man, what do you exactly want to do? And I don't know. I just, I'll do music. I'll do music videos. I'll do, like I said, comedy skits. I'll do, um, I, I just, I just have so many different ideas. I feel like I'm like, um. I'm so multi-dimensional, like uh, of a person, like so. I I can't just narrow it to one thing. I can't just say I want to do a podcast based on this yeah. because the next day I'll be like, "Fuck, man!" Like I know I can do this so well. So um, I don't know, man. We'll see where it goes from here. But hopefully, just just um, there's some cool creative shit that people can enjoy and laugh at. Do you ever think about writing scripts? Yeah, that could Movies? be part of it too. I would love that, man. It seems like you have a bunch of characters that you'd be able to like f- bring to life and write on a piece of paper. Sorry, man. That's all right. That's no, all you. good. Um, when you were in LA shooting that movie, did anyone approach you about writing? No, bro. I was like, I didn't even think anything was going to happen with that movie. So I was just like to myself, I was really sick at the time. And I was just to my, I was just sitting down, like sweating it out until my part came. And then I just went home. Really? Yeah. Did you get a trailer? No. Oh, a trailer. I like to, for the movie? Like before like waiting? What do you mean? Did I get a trailer? Like, you know, like when you're on a movie set, the actors will get a trailer and they just wait in the trailer. Oh, yeah. We got a trailer. You got a trailer. Yeah. yeah. So what's it like shooting a movie in L.A.? I've never experienced that. It was cool. We were just in like this little dungeon underground, like dungeon type thing. And um, it was cool. It was all my peers around. And like I said, I didn't think anything was going to happen of it. So I wasn't that hype about it. But yeah, that could have helped my performance because when you're not too worried You'll just perform naturally rather than like, they're like, hey, this is going to be on a Hollywood fucking movie screen, man. Do your best. I'd be like, oh, shit. Right? So I didn't think anything of it. So I just went and did my thing. I played a battle rapper. So played yourself? Well, not exactly because I was a skinhead in the movie. So. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. I, I didn't was, see uh, the movie. My actual name was The Racist. <laughs> I thought, you I knew thought, that going in. I thought, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought that was funny, but, um, but yeah, no, um, you know why? Why hire an, uh, an a prof- like an actor and train him how to be a battle rapper when you could just hire us? That's what we do for a living. That's true. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, did you, you met Drake in Toronto at the? Yeah. There was a cool little video there when he was at a press conference that you were at. Yeah. Did you ever talk to him when the cameras were off? Oh and yeah. If so, what, like, what did you guys talk about? If you don't um, mind sharing that. The first time I met him, he took me aside and he's like, "Listen, man, like." You know, you're the Canadian champ, man. You need to do this. You need to go for the title. And at the time, I wasn't the champ. And I was like, man, fuck the title, man. Like, there's too many things, strings attached to it, blah, 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 blah. And he, I just remember his face. He's like, all right, man. And I was like, fuck. Maybe I should go for it. And then I went for it. Uh, we, we talked a little bit after that, just about regular stuff. And he's just a super, super normal guy. Yeah. And, then, um, and then I went for the t- chain. And I won it. And uh, he showed up. And uh, I killed it again, and I killed it again, and I killed it again. So I won it four times in a row. And then, um, yeah, and he's he was at my second last one. He um, he he missed the Grammys for it actually. I saw that. Mm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So he's a fan of yours. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Does he enjoy the art of battle rap? He must. He loves he's going. it. He studies it. Does he? Yeah, man. Actually, when his last interview, when he was hanging with LeBron and shit, they're talking about his um um his uh battle with what's his name swisher or swish wait uh, whose battle push a t his little oh yeah back okay and yeah, forth, yeah, right? yeah um 
he was saying like talking about battle rap he goes i study battle rap for a living like i know the ins and outs and all that type of shit so he he's he loves battle rap has he ever did he ever do it when he was younger he was gonna battle no but he was gonna battle rap at one event that i was at that i battled at but then he didn't do it last minute which is smart you know what I mean? it's good for his brand not to do it not to do it yeah i remember when he was younger quake said that him his group and Drake's yeah. group had a beef back in the day. Yeah, yeah, and they were dissing each other back and forth. That's kind of cool. That is cool. That's good for Canadian hip hop. Big time. Did you, when they're up there, do you guys ever bring that up or talk about that? Or is no. it just water under the bridge? No, no, just water under the bridge, yeah. Why do you like to go to these events by yourself? You said that you don't bring anyone with you. Is that on purpose or? Well, when I go to Toronto, I bring people with me, but unfortunately, most of my friends, uh, they're um, unable to cross the border. So when I, um, when I go to uh, these other places, you know, can't bring them can't bring them so you know i have some friends that you know that that don't have those type of issues but not like my main group of friends that's so. what you're saying so i go by myself and it it also it, it also like speaks volumes too like when you're standing there by yourself you don't have 10 people behind you screaming ah, i'm like no nah, bro i'm here by myself i'm just i make that i'm gonna make that more of a staple when i win too you know what i mean how long have you been doing that for going by yourself for as long as i know man do you I, think that helps with your the thickness of your skin? Mm -hmm. Just being comfortable by yourself. Most mm -hmm. people wouldn't feel comfortable. No, in that no, no one does that. No one does that. Um, yeah, I like it like that. I like. I'll, I've always liked the feeling of me against the world type shit. I never liked having like a hundred people behind me, like and just feeling like protected by these people. I feel like I like the whole like being on my toes. Like shit could happen at any second, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like. Uh, like a fucking warrior. Interesting. Very cool. Do you ever see that changing? As you get older, I'm sure maybe gonna... maybe if like I get like hurt really bad or something like that, or like you know what I mean. And I hope that doesn't like just say like I I went somewhere and I got stomped out really really bad or something like that. Um, then yeah, maybe I would have to bring people after that but yeah it's never happened yet so for the future though do you ever do you see yourself doing this long term or do you ever see a point where you hang up the the old battle rap i think it's just gonna get bigger and bigger man yeah. so i think um like the average age for for like people who are getting paid the most yeah right now in battle rap is probably like 36 37 yeah okay. so like the, the top guys in the game will be like murder mook loaded lux hollow um, whom I know I'm missing a couple people, but yeah, the biggest names, uh, like Head Ice, he's the king of the dot right now. I think he's 40 or 39. Um, a lot of these people are creeping up on 40 or 35 plus, right? It's not a young man's sport. It's not like necessarily an old man's sport at all. But it's not like like hip hop where you you're looked down on for yeah. for doing it um, at an older age because it's um it's pretty a, a mature setting. Do you ever talk to these kind of? in a weird way <laughs> i know what you mean yeah. do you ever talk to these greats like you just mentioned and, and talk about everything that you guys have accomplished things that you've learned things that you look forward to in the future because there's a few, there's only few of you that are considered the best in the world do you guys ever like get together and talk when you're at these battle raps yeah man i talk to yeah. them all the time i try to soak up game from them as much as possible like um <clears throat> hollow is one of my favorite people to talk to you know, these people have learned a lot about life and uh, success in the industry and stuff like that. So I'm always trying to learn stuff from these guys. That's cool. Yeah. Um, all right, man. I pretty much got everything that I wanted out. Um, do you have anything else to say? Like, if you want to 
give a shout out to anyone you want to give you know show love to anyone feel free patchday.com man if you want to if you support me and you want to help keep this journey going man patchday.com there's all kinds of merch order there get us it gets sent to your door worldwide i get a small cut from it uh this company ships and prints them out for me and stuff like that but it keeps it keeps the, the cycle going man so if you believe in me man go to patchday.com take a picture and send it to me i'll post it on my social media just show appreciation you know what i mean Love it. Well, thank you very much for coming, man. I appreciate it. Okay, I had a great time worldwide. My man. All right, everyone listening, hi, Button. Thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure to go to all of our social media outlets. Subscribe, con- comment, uh, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. I think I got them all. And that's it. Once again, thank you very much. We're yeah. out. Peace. Boom. It's been a long time coming. But you know what they say, Kaye. Slow motion, better than no motion. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. So I had to did what I had to did, cause I had to give. Uh oh, uh oh, I'm up all night, getting my money right, until the bloom of whites. Now the money coming slow, but at least a nigga know slow motion better than. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. You love to hear the story again and again. About these young brothers from the city of Wan Like juice and gin in the city we bland Amongst the hustle, titties and scam, fifties and rams Y'all know the sweet rounds and trucks, this detail Heartless females that wanna ride in them Felt the south side venom and raw hides and denim Pimp minds collide with them, a system that tries victims We living in, my man in the fast lane, pivoting On the block, white is selling like Eminem on the block, you jump off like Kim and them. On the block, it's hot, you can feel it, and you're skinning it. Shorties get the game with no instructions to assemble it. Eyes bright, it seems like the fight is dimming them. Call my man Cuzzo like I'm kidding him. He trying to stay straight, the streets is spinning him. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I had to did what I had to did, cause I had to give. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm up all night. Until the bloom of whites Now the money coming slow But at least a nigga know Slow motion better than It's all good in the hood Like rats and gems Throwbacks and Tims Blacks and rims Whether on ball courts With tires of all sorts We never fall short with us It's all forced like air ones some waves, some air guns. The days of the fair one is over for. Cast is coated and full below itself. I go toe to toe. Wondering if it's for the art or for the dough. Though I know to grow a nigga, gotta learn to let go. Though I know the dough, I gotta bring back to the ghetto. Arrows on tarot, cars pointing to the grind. Pole living in more prisons. Pointing to my mind, shine a light up. Twist my fist tight, holding the right up. Freedom fighting dark gear for the years to get brighter. Situations and jaws get tighter. My man trying to get his way to hide up. I Come walked on. in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. So I had to did what I had to did, cause I had to give. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I'm up all night, getting my money right until the bloom of whites. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Now the money coming slow, but at least a nigga know slow motion better than. Uh-oh. Swallow my pride But I can't run away You put my gun away You can't find on me I know I can't let it ride No, no, not tonight See, I can't run away yeah. You put my yeah. gun away You can't I break bread with 
thieves and pastors, OGs and masters, MCs and actors that season capture moments like the camcorder. You ain't killing it, Joe, that's manslaughter. Though paper can't change a man's aura, it can feed a man's daughter. I stand for the blue collar, on the side making a few dollars. Like Sam Jack, they maneuver through drama like, I, I know I could yeah. make it right, if I could just follow my Can't run away, you put my gun away, you can't front on me.